Aw damn, thank you for tuning in, tuning in, tuning in, to another episode of In the Studio with Rubio, where comical commentary meets politics, technology, world news, entertainment, pop culture, and just a plain weird. In your face, sucker! Get strapped up with your seatbelts and let loose your ears for your daily dose of news entertainment. Whether you're just a plain Joe or someone that screams, I need attention, it doesn't matter because you're here for the useless commentary useless commentary now without further ado let me introduce you to one of the most silliest yet funniest people to ever exist in the history of all histories ladies and gentlemen mr chris rubio yes thank you for tuning in to another edition of in the studio with rubio wednesday december 9th today we're going to be discussing about hunter biden says he's being investigated for possible tax crimes Redbox free ad supported uh, Redbox's free ad supported streaming service as on demand movies. France uh, French cabinet backs law targeting extremism. Natalie Portman on being sexualized as a teenage actress and also a uh, former manager of the DOD aerospace threat program. Quote UFOs are real. That's going to be interesting. And of course, in, in this edition of Let's Watch Some Cheers, Facebook issue statement on antitrust laws all this in this edition this episode of in the studio with rubio let's do this <laughs> of course before i start go ahead and hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell if you like this video go ahead and share this video and if you must go ahead and leave a comment down below and also smash that like button if you like these videos thank you once again guys um before we get started with um the news i would like to talk about my uh basic monologue per se every time i uh do these live streams or uh do these um uh podcasts is uh yesterday this this is why i have a hard time falling asleep right i got my phone that's why i i don't sleep with my phone in my room i i've decided like months ago to put my phone in the living room because uh that's like because the phone is it, if it's in if it's in close proximity to where I am, uh, I I'm always compelled to pick it up, and it's 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 like so bad because, dude. Sometimes I'll be on that uh, on YouTube for hours, bro. Like yesterday, this this is why I have a, such a hard time falling asleep. Uh, yesterday, I um, I was watching like at like eleven o'clock, and I should have been in bed at like ten, but I was watching uh rock climbing videos. Rock climbing videos, you know, right before you go to bed. And not just any rock climbing videos. I was watching free solo climbers. Solo climbers, meaning that people were climbing rocks without without ropes, which is crazy because, you know, every time I watch these videos, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always so anxiety prone, you know. Uh, there's this one. There's this one cat, Alex Honold, who who climbed the El Capitan in uh Yosemite National Park without a rope. If you guys seen that uh, documentary, I I I think it's called Solo. Go see it because it's like an hour and a half of anxiety, bro. It's not even fair. I can't believe people like this exist. You know, and and when you when uh, people interview the guy, he's like humble. You know what I mean? He's humble. He's 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 articulate. Um, you know, he's just a stand-up dude. Which means that uh he's um 
He's probably a serial killer. Right, guys? Come on. People like that who do extreme stuff like that and, and then they're humble. You know, I'm always a little skeptical. I'm always just a little skeptical. I'm like, what are you really hiding, bro? No way. You're, you're climbing rocks. You, you, you climbed the El Capitan without a rope, bro. And you're articulate. You're cool. You're, you're, you're smooth. Nothing ever seems to bother you. How many people have you killed, bro? <laughs> I'm always, always a little skeptical of those, uh, th those people, man. Yeah, bro. All right, let's go ahead and put on some tunes, and then uh, we could go straight into this, guys, huh? Should we? Should we? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it, guys. Let's do it. What's on the first agenda today, ladies and gentlemen? Of course, we're going to talk about politics. And this article is brought to you by the Daily Caller. <clears throat> Daily Caller reports Hunter Biden says he's being investigated for possible tax crimes. Federal prosecutors in, in Delaware are investigating Hunter Biden for potential tax crimes, he said in a statement issued Wednesday through his father's presidential transition team. Quote, I heard yesterday for the first time that the U.S. Attorney's Office in Delaware advised my legal counsel also yesterday that, that they are investigating my tax affairs, unquote, Biden said in a statement. Quote, I take this matter very seriously, but I am confident that a professional and objective review of these matters will demonstrate that I have handled my affairs legally and approximately, including with the benefit of professional tax advisors, unquote. A source familiar with the investigation told the Daily Caller News Foundation that the investigation began in 2018 which would have been months before Joe Biden launched, launched his presidential campaign. CNN reported that the probe centers on Biden's business dealings in China. The Biden transition team issued a statement saying that the president-elect, quote, is deeply proud of his son and who has fought through difficult challenges, including the vicious personal attacks of recent months, only to emerge stronger, unquote. Hunter Biden has come under scrutiny over his foreign business dealings, including in China and Ukraine. The Daily Caller News Foundation reported last year that the IRS placed a $112,000 tax lien against Biden's property in 2015 over uh, unpaid taxes. Well... Guys, we do know about this. Uh, we do know about Hunter Biden. And here's the thing, man. I mean, this is this is not news. Okay? Like like when uh when uh when 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 politicians get in and and they have sons or daughters, um uh, you know, their son or daughters is is, is probably going to leech off them and 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 probably going to make connections because of the name. That happens. You know, uh, I'm, am I saying that's bad? Yes, I'm saying that's bad. But uh, let's not act like uh, this is this is something new. You know, what I mean, Ivanka Trump, you know, Donald Trump Jr. They've all benefited from being uh, Trump siblings. You know, what I mean, or Trump sons and daughters, you know, so uh, let's not. Uh, you know, stub ourselves on the foot and, 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 and continue to stub our toes on uh, things like this. It is corrupt. We should be investigating Hunter Biden and his, his dealings. But uh, as far as, you know, this being the number one, this being, being the number one story, you know what? Uh, it could be. It could be. You know? I mean, it is, it is, it is a president. It, you know, 
Joe Biden is going to take the uh, uh, going to take the presidency. So, you know, and if if his son has, uh, you know, benefited from from being the son of, of Joe Biden and, and using his name for getting him money, then, uh, you know, that should be that should be investigated. And if Joe Biden knew about that, that should be further investigated because that's just plain corrupt, you know. But hey, uh, it's like it's like every day, every day there's a new story and every day there's something new. You know, what I mean, um, I do remember uh, before the election, the Hunter Biden uh, laptop story was a uh, was a big thing. Right. Um, and of course, uh, you know, mainstream media just swept it under the rug because they they couldn't, uh, you know, they they couldn't, I would say, connect the dots, I guess. And there was a lot of dots that was already connected. You know, uh, um, don't mention the fact that for four years, you know, the mainstream media was investigating Russian collusion. Let's not investigate that. But, you know, let's uh, 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 let's not investigate Hunter Biden where there was evidence. There was testimony. There was the laptop. But, you know, Russian collusion, I guess, is, is, is much is much more important. Right. Come on, guys. Much more important. It's Hunter Mighty, man. He was doing crack cocaine or, or whatever, meth, whatever he was doing, bro. Oh, man. What are you going to do, guys? What are you going to do? Oops, sorry. What's on the next agenda, guys? Oh, let's go ahead and talk about technology, guys. Technology. This uh, article brought to you. By The Verge. The Verge reports Redbox's free ad supported uh, streaming service adds on demand movies. Free movies just in time for a lot of indoor lounging. Redbox has added uh, on demand movies to its free ad supported streaming service in a section called Free. Free on demand. Last February, the company launched free live TV with ad-supported live TV channels from specific publishers like TestMade and uh, curated channels based on genres. Free movies uh, now make that offering a bit more enticing. Redbox is still known for its red kiosk for renting DVDs and Blu-rays, but free streaming and its digital rental service now allow the company to reach more customers who might not have a kiosk in their area or don't own a, a DVD or Blu-ray player. I think these guys are a little too late in the game, guys. Redbox, your corporate people, your corporate offices, I think you guys are a little too late. I think uh, Netflix... Netflix had that kind of paradigm, right? Uh, they kind of had uh, those uh, 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 logistical things in place, you know, and then they became a streaming service. And I think I think you're a little too late, Redbox. Not unless you could offer original programming, you know. But that you know, but that's gonna be tough, man. That's gonna be really tough. I mean, damn. I mean, the only thing I know about Redbox is that it's always outside of a Seven Eleven. <laughs> red boxes are always outside of a 7-Eleven and it's always like I'm always so enticed to rent it for two bucks but then I'm always like it's always late I always return the thing late it's like 10 days later I'm like I still have this red box DVD or blu-ray what am I gonna do with this 
I'm just so lazy because you know the 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 penalty fee is only like a dollar a day. You know, and then I don't know. I think one time I had to pay like an insane number. I'm like, okay, enough Redbox, man. But yeah, man. I mean, this is if 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 this is not a testament to where um, everything is going, everything is going to streaming, man. I mean, um, uh, we're not discussing it on here today, but I have discussed it on on uh, previous live streams about um, about how uh, blockbuster movies, how how uh, major uh, motion picture studios are going straight to streaming. They're bypassing the theaters altogether, and this pandemic, you know, the the shutdown of the economy, the shutdown of theaters, you know, uh, has totally. I would say change the way people think about going to the movies, you know? And I think, uh, the motion picture industry is, uh, is, is, is adapting to the pandemic. And if I was, uh, you know, one of the corporate dudes inside in, inside the board meeting, I would probably agree. Like, Hey, yo man, you know, we should just go straight to streaming and, and we should, uh, charge a hefty price. Look, man, if, if, um, like let's say Dune. Dune is uh due to be out in January or or February, right? Uh, everybody knows Dune. If you guys haven't seen the trailer, go to YouTube, check out the trailer. But um, Dune, uh, it's 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 gonna bypass the movie theaters. It's actually gonna be released in the theaters, uh, everywhere worldwide. It just not in the U.S. In the U.S., it's just gonna be straight to HBO Max, and that's a game changer. Because HBO Max could possibly raise up the monthly, their monthly due to two or three or possibly five more dollars a month. I think people will pay that if they're gonna get like Dune and and all these other original movies and and original programming. The game has changed, man. I mean, just take a look at what Disney did with Mulan. I mean, when they released Mulan, my sister was like, "Hey, you wanna come over watch Mulan?" I'm like, "No, it's not even." A- they're not even releasing it in theaters. Of course I would go because my I, I'm like right next door to my sister. So, of course, I'm just going to go next door and just like. But, yeah, man, it's uh, it's 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 insane. I mean, I don't know how the movie. I think the movie theater industry is dead. The movie theater business, I mean, the uh, movie theaters are dead. Or if they're not dead completely, they are in the process of dying. And it's horrible because I loved, I loved going to the movies. But I also love watching movies at home. So I'm a torn, man. I know it's all about the experience, right? It's all about the experience of going to the movie theaters, you know, uh, uh, not buying a ticket and sneaking in, right? Right? No, 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 no. That that was what I did, uh, you know, when I was 12 years old. Not now, right? <laughs> I was kidding, guys. I was kidding. I haven't done that for several months now. Um, yeah, man. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see where the movie theater industry is going, man, or where the movie theater industry is going, because it's uh, hmm. Access denied. It doesn't look good. It does not look good. What's on the next agenda, guys? World news. This article brought to you by the BBC. 
French cabinet backs law targeting extremism. The French cabinet has uh, approved a bill aimed at tackling radical Islam after a recent uh, series of attacks by extremists. The draft law, part of a long-term drive by President Emmanuel Macron to uphold secular values, tightens rules on homeschooling and hate speech. Some critics, both in France and abroad, have accused the government using it to target religion. But Prime Minister Jean Castex called it a law of protection that would free Muslims from the grip of radicals. He insisted that the text would not uh, aimed against religion or against the Muslim religion in particular. What is the law? The bill supporting Republican principles would tighten restrictions on online hate speech and ban the use of the internet to maliciously reveal personal details about other people. This is seen as in response to the beheading of teacher Samuel Patty in uh, October. Patty, 47, was killed by a lone attacker after showing pupils cartoons of the Prophet Muhammad. The, invest uh, the investigation has revealed an online campaign had been launched against him. The law also bans uh, clandestine schools which promote is is uh, Islamist ideology and tightens rules on homeschooling. It would also reinforce the ban on polygamy by refusing residents, uh, residency to uh, po uh, polygamous uh, applicants. Doctors could be fined or banned for performing virginity tests on girls. There are new rules on financial transparency for Muslims associated uh, and a requirement that they sign up for France's Republican values in return for funding. A ban on official wearing religious attire to work is uh, being extended to transport workers and staff at swimming pools and markets. Huh, man, uh, look, man, I'm not an Islamophobe. I'm not a xenophobe. You know, uh, I, I will tell you this. Extremism, no matter what religion, is bad. Any any, any form of extre uh, extremism is bad, okay? I mean that's why I I, I gotta I gotta push back in the uh I gotta push back in the Muslim uh, idea. I we, you know I, I live in the United States, bro. I don't want Sharia law here, man. Are you crazy? I think I was watching a YouTube video a couple months ago, and uh, it was in Dearborn, Michigan, which has a heavy Muslim population, and. Uh, the interviewer were, were asking all these uh, all these American Muslims in Dearborn, Michigan, would you be okay with your real law here? And a lot of them said, yes, I would be okay. Like, where are we living? Obviously, you're not. If, if you want your real law, go back to your country. Like, I'm from the Philippines. You know what I mean? Like, there, there, there's certain stuff in the Philippines that I don't want them to bring here, bro. You know? I don't know, man. I mean, look, the West, the West has its fault, but uh, faults. But um, you know, I think the West, when it comes to uh, individual liberty, individual freedom, I think, I think it's one of the best, one of the best to ever exist. You know, I'm not trying to contrast and compare, but at the same time, I am contrast, contrasting and comparing. You know, like, uh, man, I mean. Come on, dude. I mean, we've seen it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in my late thirties, guys. I mean, we've seen nine eleven. We've seen all this stuff. We've seen crazy stuff. I've, uh, I've seen the L.A. riots. I know how, how crazy, how crazy places could be, bro. You know, 
And it seems like in, in, in some places of the world, you know, they don't really um, put individual liberty and freedom, you know, as, um, as, as one of their as one of their pillars for society. And I think that's uh, me as an American, as a naturalized American, I, I think that's wrong. And, you know, I will, and, and that's why I will continue to defend this country with, with not only my words, but with my blood as well. It's just, it's just weird, man. I mean, I think one time I was, um, there was a picture I saw of France, and I'm like, "That's not France, man." I don't know. I don't know if 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 um if French people uh if some of them feel like um their identity is being taken from them or or, or being lost. But you know, I mean, France is is a strong people, man. My my neighbors, uh, you know, French. You know, so I don't I don't know how he feels about the, about this whole situation. I and I'm 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 going to be the last one to to say anything about it because it's, you know, it'll just be weird just talking politics with your neighbor. You know. What's on the next segment, guys? Let's talk about entertainment, guys. This story brought to you by Fox News. Fox News reports Natalie Portman on being sexualized as a teenage a actress. It made me afraid, the Black Swan star says she uh, viewed as super serious. Natalie Portman is reflecting on the start of her Hollywood career, which began when she was just a teenager. One of the actress, uh, actresses' earliest roles took place in the 1996 film's Beautiful Girl, which follows an adult character played by Timothy Hutton, who develops a crush on a 13-year-old character. Portman, now 39, appeared in the Armchair Expert podcast with host Dax Shepard, and Monica Padman, where she discussed how attaining fame and uh, adoration from strangers at such a young age led to her protecting herself. Being sexualized, I think, took away from her own sexuality because it made me afraid, uh, the actress told the host. Now, uh, this, is, this is what I don't like about Hollywood, right? Hollywood, Hollywood, who, 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 who constantly, who, who constantly uh, sexualizes women, who exploits the the sexuality of uh, women, right? Will be the ones uh, will be the ones that that would lecture you on how to treat them. You know what I mean? You know, it's like you know, I'm not I'm not defending I'm not defending um, uh, the likes of uh, uh, Bill Cosby or uh, what's his name, um, um, the guy from uh, oh man, you know that 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 big fat dude. I got. I mean, I'm 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 so bad with names, man. Huh? Yeah, Weinstein. I'm not trying to defend that guy. But hey, let's not uh let's not be stupid and say that some women some women use their power of sexuality to sleep their way to the top. <laughs> and it's the truth, man. Some people are some guys are in 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 the seats of power, and you know. It's just, it's just, that's the way the game is played. Sometimes. Not all the time, but sometimes. You know, and, uh, you know, th that's why I gotta say that both genders got just, just gotta be in, in, in check. They, you know, they gotta be constantly, 
uh, uh, constantly freaking vetting people because you never know. It's just, uh, you know, Hollywood is just, it just, it just, it just filled, it just filled with hypocrites, you know. Like they're gonna, Hollywood is going to lecture us on on how to do things, how to how how to vote, how to treat women, how to do this and that. Yet they're the ones that you know are are uh, uh, telling you how to how to treat women, how to vote because they're just so morally superior. I don't know, man, but. I do agree, dude. I mean, that uh, Natalie Portman. I mean, uh, she's she's a uh, she's a very 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 attractive woman, and uh, when you get when you get um, I would say a celebrity at such a young age. What did she say, thirteen or sixteen? When when she made that movie, when you get tossed in there as a celebrity at that young of a uh, young of an age i mean uh, what could you do other than protect yourself if you're that young you just better be uh you just hope that your parents has 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 taught you good uh good 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 manners and 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 has told you like what the atrocities of the world could give you you know what i mean it's it's, it's tough who knows but I think I think for the most part I think uh, Natalie Portman has uh, I sh- I think she grew up okay you know I mean um, I can't even think of a of a scandal that she was in you know uh, she's a she's a great actress uh, she was good in uh, No Strings Attached <laughs> in your face sucker. <laughs> Yeah, man. All good around. All good. All right. Let's go to the next article, guys. Just the plain weird. This article brought to you by the Huffington Post. Former manager of the DOD Aerospace Threat Program. UFOs are real, unquote. Something extraordinary extraordinary was revealed today. Former high-level official scientists with deep black experience who have always remained in the shadows came forward on one platform. These insiders have long-standing connections to government agencies which may have programs investigating unidentified aerial phenomena, UAP, UFOs. The team includes a 25-year veteran, uh, veteran of the CIA's uh, Directorate of Operations, a Lockheed Martin Program D- uh, Director for Advanced Systems at Skunk Works, and a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. Whoa, these are serious people. Today marked the official launch of the to today marked the official launch of to the stars academy to arts and science tts aas an innovative public benefit corporation which will advance research into unexplained phenomena and develop related technology it has established three uh, synergistic divisions, science, aerospace, and entertainment. We believe there are discoveries within our reach that will revolutionize the human experience, says company president and CEO Tom DeLonge. See my ma- many previous story released yesterday for background on today's announcement, which was live-streamed uh, live streamed, and is archived on the company website. Oh, wow. I mean, these are, I'm not going to read the whole article. This is just, you know, when you have, 
I would say <laughs> when you have people of this uh, caliber, you know, uh, a CIA uh, directorate of operations and a, a, a program director for advanced system and a, a, an assistant secretary to of defense for the intelligence. You got to you got to take this panel seriously, man. And and if they say and if they say UFOs exist, then gosh, damn it. UFOs definitely exist. Um, Bob Lazar was on the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know how many months ago. Uh, I didn't get through the whole, I would say, episode. But I did watch some of the documentary that was released on Netflix about Bob Lazar and the UFOs. And uh, I believe him. But at the same time, when Elon Musk was on Joe Rogan's program, uh, Elon Musk didn't believe him. So I'm just like, I'm a big Elon Musk fan, so I'm torn. I mean, you know... I mean, UFOs do definitely exist. I think Area 51, um, a, a lot of people think that's the area. I think that's uh, I think that's just a decoy. I think it's uh, really someplace else that we don't know. It could be somewhere in L.A., you know? It just, we never know. It could be in Sunland. It could literally be in Sunland. Area 51 is in Sunland. But yeah, man, I've been uh just just recently I've I've just been um just 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 uh watching just watching all these uh UFO documentaries, and it's uh it's a uh, pretty 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 interesting because we you know you just never know, man. I mean, there's there's footage of um Air Force pilots um being confused, like looking at a particular thing, going, "What the." freak is that what is that you know they're kind of amazed because like they've seen nothing move like that and these are air force pilots these are air force pilots that's never seen anything like that before questioning questioning what they're seeing i mean it's 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 pretty insane and and you got the likes of bob lazar and then uh i think just uh a, a week ago uh, this French guy and this other documentarian was on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, discussing uh, UFOs and aliens once again. And I know this like uh, uh, in the in the rabbit hole kind of conversation kind of uh, of talk. But, you know, it, it, it's never a dull moment. I'll tell you that. I mean, you know, you follow this this rabbit hole as deep as uh, as it goes, and it just keeps going, bro. <laughs> it does. Let's read one more paragraph. This could represent the beginning of the trend towards a new openness of the part of the U.S. government. These people know more than any of us, and they will be releasing important data on UAP in the future. As an investigative reporter with a long-standing interest in this subject who has worked with a few Academy uh, team members in the past, I was shown some of this data at a meeting uh, with them on October 4th. Oh, wow. Oh, what's this? Check this out. <clears throat> a TTS Academy concept of a vehicle drawn by Stephen Justice uh, embodying the technology that seek to understand and develop a visionary concept for the revolutionary uh, electromagnetic vehicle based on technology obser observed in unidentified aerial phenomena. 
Whew. Man, just take just take a look at that, man. I mean, we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp to create something like that, man. It's just a matter of time. It really is. Oh, yeah, in my favorite segment of Let's Watch Some Shias. Facebook issue statement on antitrust laws. Let's go ahead and play this. The complaints and we'll have more to say soon. Years after the FTC cleared our acquisitions, the government now wants a do-over with no regard for the impact that precedent would have on the broader business community or the people who choose our products every day. Of course, there could be big implications here um, if Facebook is forced to sell off uh, either WhatsApp or Instagram, which are the two big acquisitions which are in focus. Sarah, back over to you. Julia Borston, Julia, thank you. Let's get to Elon Moy now with more background on these antitrust lawsuits. Elon, sounds like it, it was worse for Facebook than it was expected to be. Well, Sarah, there are two lawsuits being filed against Facebook. Uh, they are coordinated, coordinated, but they will be separate. But they both essentially accuse Facebook of the same thing, and that is of buying up its smaller rivals rather than competing with them and cutting off access to third-party developers that they view as a threat. Now, as a result, the states say that consumers get locked into the platform and then the company is able to milk their data. We will not allow any company um, um, to think that they are too big to fail. And that is why 46 attorney generals across this nation have filed this action. And we will continue to take action against any company that engages in these predatory actions. I mean, that's that's a tough thing. I mean, we all know uh, Google and Facebook. I'm, 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 I'm kind of torn on, on it. Uh, I kind of support the antitrust laws. Uh, as it stands, because, uh, you know, we can't let a company like Facebook or Google be so big that they start, you know, buying uh, uh, companies that that threaten them. You know, what I mean, <laughs> on pennies to the dollar, you know, and we all know that Facebook and Google is constantly selling your data as as you can. Um, I was told by the Cambridge Analytica scandal that happened about a year, two years ago. You know, like every they know everything about you, man. They know your shopping habits. They know the kind of YouTube videos you watch. They know everything about you. They know they can pretty much predict your data. Uh, you know, it, it's it's like it's like one of those where, um, you know, there's been several times like I'll be talking with my sister or my wife and I. I would say something like I want some sushi or something and then I would open up Yelp and there'd be like a sushi thing recommended to me, you know, and often I would think that, oh, they're listening to me. But there's a part of my brain that's like, no, they're not listening to you. They just got so good that they could actually predict what kind of food you're going to, you know, that they're going to push you, you know, they're that good. They know everything about you. So just be careful, guys. Now as, Julia, now, as Julia did allude to, some of the recourses that the states are seeking from the courts could include divesting assets such as WhatsApp and such as Instagram. They also... Like, do we all think... I mean, if, if, if I was Facebook and I had Instagram and WhatsApp and I was going to sell one... It, of course, it'd be WhatsApp. I mean, I, I know a lot of people use WhatsApp, but, you know, compared to Instagram, I mean, of, of course, I'm just using, uh, you know speaking as a u.s citizen i i 
probably most people that live in the states or in in this country probably use more Instagram than WhatsApp. You know, like I barely use WhatsApp. So want Facebook to get approval for any future mergers or acquisitions, and the states have set the threshold as low as ten million dollars. Now, forty-eight attorneys general, including some territories, have joined in this lawsuit from the states. Both parties are represented. The vote by the FTC to move forward was three to two, guys. Interestingly, the two Democrats on the commission joined with the chairman to vote for suing Facebook. The two Republicans voted against it. Back over to you. That it is an interesting breakdown. And I was just going to ask as a follow, Elon, what, how a new administration would affect all of this, especially the, the demands from prosecutors at the FTC to divest Instagram and WhatsApp, which is a huge deal. Two huge deals. Well, this is going to eventually be, right, this, is, this eventually would be decided by the courts. I mean, that's why they filed the lawsuits, and it would be up to the court to decide what exactly the remedy would be. There is a possibility that down the road the court could even combine these two cases into one case if they are similar enough and if all parties agree to that to sort of streamline uh, the arguments going forward. Uh, but I think that what you're seeing is there is a broad agreement here that Facebook overstepped the boundaries. That's coming from regulators of both parties. And so I think a new administration coming in, we've seen bipartisan backlash against big tech in Washington. This is one more example of that today. Elon, thanks so much for that. Well, guys, there it is. <laughs> big tech, man. Don't trust big tech. I mean, use big tech, but, you know, don't don't completely trust them with your life and, and, and don't be putting everything out there like, uh, you know, I did uh, in, in uh, previous years like an idiot, you know. But, guys, I just want to say once again. Thank you guys once again for tuning in the studio with Rubio on Wednesday, December 9th. I'll be doing this again same time tomorrow. If you guys want, go ahead and follow me on my social media. I am on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitch, Gab, and Parlor at Chris Ruby Artist. And I'm also on the live at Chris underscore Rubio underscore Artist going live every Tuesday and Saturday between 3 and 5 p.m. And of course, I do this Monday through Saturday. I drop you daily gems, daily commentary, daily hilarity on the daily. Three dailies, I said in, in, in that sentence. Um, every day. Uh, if you want to support my work, I'm on Venmo, Cash App, PayPal, Zeal, and Facebook Messenger. And of course, if you are on YouTube, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button right there at the bottom of this screen. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much once again. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Peace out. Thank mm -hmm. you.